doing? You're listening to the Shine the Five Method with CJ. I'm your host, Chris and N. James, aka CJ, the creator of the Shine the Five Method. What is that? You may be asking. It is a trusted system to help nine to five women push past mediocrity so they can shine in their own businesses. So if you are juggling a nine to five with a side business right now, then this is for you. Let's work together on breaking up with your employee mindset so you can be in the driver's seat of your life. So buckle up. It's going to be a fun, sometimes bumpy ride, but girl, I'll get you there. Hi, friend. How are you doing today? Let's take a breath together because today we are going to touch on a very important topic, boundaries. And I wanted to share three important things to keep in mind when setting boundaries. Boundaries are so, so, so key. They're so needed. And we, a lot of times we struggle with setting boundaries or identifying what kind of boundary to set with whom, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, or maintaining them once you set them and the guilt and all the other stuff that comes because it really comes down to like some complex relationships that we may have with the person that you're setting the boundary for. Boundary, 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 boundary. Let's start off by defining the word boundary. Although it seems pretty self-explanatory, but I feel like hearing the definition actually drives home the point of how important it is to have them, okay? So a boundary, by definition, is something that indicates or fixes a limit or extent. That's it. That's a boundary. So there you have it. Boundaries are limitations. And if you don't limit certain people, you know, circling back to those complex relationships, if you don't limit certain people and the access they have to you, then lines get blurred and it makes those relationships very difficult. We just, we need to have boundaries. We really, for the sake of our mental health, we need to have boundaries. So I wanted to share three things just to keep in mind when you are making the decision or you're working through the process of of setting a boundary. And the first and most obvious thing is to determine a few things. Who are you limiting? Because again, that's what a boundary is. Who are you limiting? And why is this boundary important to you? Even think about how you will both benefit from it. Yes, I said both. (laughs) Even if the person being limited may sometimes feel slighted, disrespected, ah, they'll deal with it. But even if they feel slighted, standing firm in your boundary can determine how important you are to that person that feels slighted or disrespected. Because if you are setting a boundary with someone, it means it actually means you care. <laughs> You care about yourself. You care about your relationship with this person. You care about how this person sees you. And it's just important to have this, this, this boundary, right? So the more difficult it is to set a boundary, the more necessary it is to set that boundary. And it goes without saying. 
that boundaries are most definitely necessary when running a business. That's right. Your customers and or clients need to be limited as well. They can't be having too much access to you, reaching out to you when they feel like it and any old time, any old way. Mm-mm. You set some boundaries in place. And I'm going to give you some things you can say a little bit later on after I go through all this stuff when you are communicating a boundary. But the second thing, there are some questions that you can ask, like if the boundary is important, as it should be, how would you rate this boundary from high to average or low? Not every boundary will have the same level of intensity to it or, or need to it. So if they're rated high, you know, does that mean that they were easy to communicate or is it rated high, meaning it is more necessary for you to have this boundary in place because it's a complicated relationship? If it's average, how can you better communicate your limit? Why are you rating this boundary as average? Is, are you okay with it being average? And low is, if you're rating it as low, what is stopping you from rating it higher? So when you rate, when you think about the boundaries and you're rating them high, average, low, you also look at how you rate the boundary you have in place right now as high, average, low, and how you can communicate them better. Is there a fear of not being respected? That that's the biggest thing with boundaries. We're afraid to set boundaries to certain people. And the, like like I've, I said a few times already, the more complex the relationship, the harder it is to set the boundary. But the more complex and the more difficult the relationship and the more difficult it is to establish a boundary, the more necessary it is to establish a boundary. So how would your life improve with these boundaries in place based on the relationship? Is it family? Those could be the most complicated boundaries to, to have to set or a partner or your friends, clients and customers also need to have boundaries in place. So how would you rate them high, average, low? And how would you rate how you have communicated them on a scale of high, average, low and how you can communicate them better and how you'd benefit from them? And third thing when it comes to boundaries, when it comes to setting boundaries, the third thing, thing to keep in mind when setting boundaries They can start with the ones that you have set for yourself. Those inner boundaries. How is your self-care? I mean, it's summertime. Have you booked time off? What does time off mean to you? Are you taking a week off, an afternoon off, a day off? Are you just kind of maybe squeeze it in when you don't have that much work to do? What are the boundaries that you, you have for yourself? How do you check in with yourself? How do you tell yourself no? We need to be able to tell ourselves no too because we keep pushing ourselves. So we we need boundaries within as well. So how are you establishing your own boundaries and letting yourself know when it is time to show up and not show up? What do you need to say no to so you can show up better? What are you doing right now to and for yourself? That if you just stopped doing this, you can show up better. What are the limitations that you need to put on yourself? Because the boundaries, yes, they are external boundaries, but really spending some time and reflecting on how you treat yourself and the relationship that you have with yourself and how you feel about yourself. You need to set some boundaries for yourself as well. Check in with yourself. So here are some ways to communicate or maintain a boundary once they have been communicated. And this is, this one's my, my favorite. 
Setting non-negotiable me time. That's a boundary. That's it. You're just not going to show up. Sundays are my non-negotiable day. Like I just, no. <laughs> if somebody texts me or messages me or reaches out to me on a Sunday, I'm not replying. And it's gotten to the point now where people kind of like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm reaching out to you on a Sunday. I know it's Sunday, but. Or if somebody says they're they're planning something and they're planning it for a Sunday, I'm most likely going to say no. It's like, nah, I just, I don't go anywhere on Sundays. I don't really do very much on Sundays. Sunday's kind of my day. You know, I it has to be really like super duper important for me to show up on a Sunday. My non-negotiable me time. The next one is using no as a complete sentence. Not no because, not no but, no and, just no. It's hard. It is really, really hard to say no. If you are a yes person, <laughs> it's hard to say. I know some people have no problem saying no, but if you are a yes person, you're a people pleaser, quote unquote, it is hard to say no and use it as a complete sentence. But practice makes progress and practice makes perfect. And you got to start somewhere. If you don't want to do something, you just say no. If you don't want to say no, the next one you can try is, I don't really care for that. Yeah, I don't really care for that. It's, you know, but thanks for asking though. And they should be able to respect that as well. That was one, that was my line when I was practicing and establishing my boundaries and practicing saying no when I first started my business six years ago. I don't really care for that. And I was amazed at how many people really respected. Like people actually respect when you tell them no, because I think people have gotten so used to everybody trying to please everybody else and everybody showing up when, you know, like, so to hear a no, you're like, oh, oh, okay, sure. Okay. Maybe next time. Yep. Maybe next time. Catch you at the next one. Sometimes you might even have to go the next one is because I don't want to. Because I don't want to. When they ask you why, you tell them no. And then they go further and ask you why. I, I don't want to. <laughs> there, You don't need any further reason than because I don't want to. Or saying I need more time. Or this doesn't work for me because dot, dot, dot. Or saying I'd rather if we blah, blah, blah. Or thank you for blah, 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 instead of I'm sorry that so-and-so. Don't apologize for your boundaries, girl. Do not apologize for your boundaries, but show your appreciation when someone respects your boundary. Turning off your phone, putting it on, do not disturb. An important one and one that I stand behind because this has helped me so much. Seeking therapy or some kind of support for your mental health. That is also a boundary. That's a, that's a boundary for yourself. Because if you're trying to learn and explore, a lot of things are our stories and our traumas and our triggers. And we need support with that. And you learn, the more you learn about yourself, the more you can identify where you need to establish a boundary and the easier it is to establish that boundary. So seek that, that, that support for your mental health. Decline an invitation to an event. The event will still go on if you're not there, unless you're, unless you're the guest of honor. <laughs> but if you don't want to go to something, thank you for the invitation. However, I'll have to decline at this time. Keep me in mind for the next one. Another good boundary is leaving an event before it's over. You don't have to stay till the very end, especially if you're an introvert like me and you just, you maybe didn't want to really go to it in the first place and you broke that boundary and you went. You know, when you, before you go to the event, you can say, you know what? I'm going to leave by blah, blah, blah time. I'm going to stay for a couple of hours just to show my face and then I'm going to leave. That is also a boundary. It's a limit. It's an extent. You're going to this point. You're limiting yourself to two hours or three hours. I have so many more of these and you can reach out to me. 
you know I always invite you to reach out to me. You can reach out to me, check out the show notes on how you how and where you can find me and on the socials on Instagram at Kristen and James, send me a DM. Tell me what you're working on with your boundaries. Tell me a boundary that you're really proud of setting. Let's talk about this. Let's normalize talking about boundaries in our personal relationships, in our business relationships, boundaries with ourselves. I hope you found this episode helpful and I hope you are enjoying the summer, but I'll be back next week. Talk to you then. That's it for now. Question, what was your biggest takeaway? I'd love for you to share your thoughts in a review and better yet, share this with a friend that you believe needs to hear this. If you are ready to make your side biz your main gig, which means taking center stage so you can shine in your business, I invite you to connect with me. My website is kristenandjames.com or you can find me on any social media platform at kristenandjames. Take care until next time. And as I always say, have a sparkling day.